哈利路亚，各位弟兄姐妹，大家平安。哈利路亚 ，peace to brothers and sisters。今天下午我们来讲进入属灵的深处的第三步。This afternoon we're going to talk about the third part of entering into the depth of the spirit。我们要进到主爱的深处。We are now entering into the depth of God's love。首先问大家两个问题。I have two questions for you。第一个问题。First question。在你的人生当中，你觉得你感受过最深的爱？是从哪一个人得来的 ？In your lifetime, from whom have you received the most love？ 很多人都很爱你。Many people love you。但是应该是有一个的爱对你最深刻。But there should be one that is very special and deep。想一想他是谁 ？Think about it. Who is it？ 啊，第二个问题。Second question。就是这个人爱你那么深，他为你做了什么 ？If this person loves you so much, what has he or she done for you？ 啊。有时候想起，可能这个人已经离开世上。When we think about it, perhaps this person has already gone。可能是你去世的父母。It could be your parents。也可能是你去世的的配偶。It could be your spouse who had passed away。他为他虽然人不在了。Though they may not be here with us。但是因为他爱你爱得很深。They loved us deeply。所以为你做了很多的事。So they have done a lot for us。人人走了，但是你常常会想念他。When these people have passed on, we remember them. 那我们在世上除了有人爱我们之外 ，In this world, other than people loving us， 最宝贵的是我们信神的人知道神爱着我们。The most precious is that we who believe in God know that He loves us. 人之所以会爱，其实因为从神来的。We humans love because we receive love from God. 因为爱的源头就是神。The source of love is God. 所以人间所有的爱。都是从神那边启发出来的。Therefore, all the love in this world actually came from God. 啊，那圣经说神很爱我们。The Bible tells us that God loves us very much. 我们今天信仰的动力是什么 ？And what is what motivates us today in our faith? 我们看哥林多后书的五章十四节。Let's turn to Second Corinthians chapter five, verse fourteen. 哥林多后书五章十四节。Second Corinthians chapter five verse fourteen. 原来基督的爱激励我们，因我们想一人既替众人死，众人就都死了。请读。Fourteen. For the love of Christ compels us, because we judge thus that if one died for all, then all died. 这里说我们信仰的动力原来就是主耶稣的爱。Here, the motivation of our love is actually the love of Christ. 主耶稣的爱啊，好像一股动力，可以催逼我们，推我们往前走。The love of Christ motivates us and compels us to move forward. 曾经听到一个长老的见证。I've once heard a testimony from an elder. 啊，他年轻的时候在乡村长大，那个时候大家都很穷。And when he was young, he grew up in a village, and at that time, everyone was poor. 啊，比较条件好的就是会有脚踏车。And people who had some money were able to afford a bicycle. 啊，他的一个朋友啊，年轻的朋友有一辆脚踏车。And he had a friend, a young friend, who had a bicycle. 啊，他就为了他的朋友。心中有一个心仪的对象，就是乡村里面有一姑娘。And his friend had uh fell in love with a girl in a village. 他喜欢她。And he likes her. 但是他不晓得怎么可以接近她。But he didn't know how to uh draw close to her. 但是他观察到这位姑娘每个礼拜都要去从乡村里面去城镇那边办事情。He noticed that this young woman had to go from the village to the city once every week. 有一天，他主动告诉这位姑娘。So one day he approached the girl. 哎呀，你去城镇啊，那么辛苦，走路走几个钟头，那还要不要我用我脚踏车来载你 ？He said to the girl, "Um, you have to go to the city every week, and it's such a 
long distance. Do you want me to uh, give you a ride on my bicycle? And the woman said, yes, can you give me a ride? So he brought the girl into the city on his bicycle. 等他几个办完事情了，又骑几个钟头又回到乡村。He waited for her to finish her business and then rode the bicycle back into the village.回来的时候啊，全身大汗，因为天气又热，旅途又遥远。And when he returned home, he was sweating because the weather was hot and the journey was long.这位长老那个时候是年轻人，就问他的这个朋友。And this elder was a young man then, and he asked his friend.哇，我看你这样子才找到车，那么累，全身大汗，会不会很辛苦啊？ I see you riding the bicycle to the city. It's so hot and the journey is so far. Uh, aren't you tired? And the friend smiled and said, I am not tired at all. When this young woman was sitting behind me, I can feel the energy in my legs as if there's a rocket. I'm very happy because the girl I liked is sitting behind me. I don't feel tired at all. I wish I can give her a ride every day. So this is the power of love. Something that could be very tiring is not tiring at all. Without love, he would feel very tired. He would complain and grumble. And he would probably reject the girl's request. And for Paul to preach the gospel, it was actually very difficult. Not only he he wasn't paid for the job, he has also lost a lot of the enjoyment that he used to have. And later on, he was even persecuted. He was imprisoned. At the end, he lost his life. Why didn't he give up? Because he has entered into the depths of God's love. He was motivated by the love of Christ, and the love of Christ compelled him to keep going forward. Verse 13 says, For if we are beside ourselves, it is for God. People don't understand Paul, thinking that he has lost his mind. He had lost his mind. Why would anybody do this work? And Paul said, if I have lost my mind, then it is for the sake of Christ. In fact, he hasn't lost his mind. Rather, he was compelled by the love of God. He was able to make sacrifices that others could not fathom. And a lot of brothers and sisters said that they have they're not motivated by the faith. They felt that it's tiring to drive all the way to church for service. Now that we have an excuse, we can watch the service online so we don't have to travel to the church. And when doing holy work, we feel tired. There are even some people who complain that there are too many activities in the church. Why is it that our service is so long? It is true that once you have lost your love for Christ, you realize that the church services are too long, the activities are too many, and it's too tiring to travel to church. 
However, if you can feel the love of God, then you would rather spend all your days in the church. You would rather draw close to God every day. Problem is, a lot of us today have not entered into the depths of God's love. 大概他在有需要的时候，有需要主耶稣帮助他的时候，会进到主耶稣的深一点点的地方。Perhaps when the time calls for it, when it is necessary, they would try to enter into the love of God.但是生活平顺呢？However, in good days，离开主就远了。And we would be departing far away from God.我们信仰的追求，我们要进到主耶稣爱的深处。so our pursuit in faith is to enter into the depths of God's love.你要进到他爱的深处，你要先了解主的爱跟人世间的爱有什么不一样。To enter into the depths of God's love, we have to first understand the difference between God's love and the love of this world.我们看哥啊，这个以弗所书三章十七节。Let's turn to Ephesians chapter three, verse seventeen.以弗所三章十七节。Ephesians chapter three, verse seventeen. 十七节，使基督与你们的信住在你们心里，叫你们的爱心有根有基。十八节，能以与众圣徒一同明白基督的爱是何等的长阔高深。Seventeen，that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, eighteen, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height.这里说信仰要有力量啊，要有信心。Faith needs to be motivated. Needs to be motivated and to have faith. You have faith in God, then the love of God will slowly grow in your heart. You have faith in God, then the love of God will slowly grow in your heart. If you don't believe in the words of the Bible, you will not experience the love of God. If you don't believe in the words of the Bible, you will not experience the love of God. It says here that the love of Christ is different from the love of the world. One fundamental difference. The love of a human is limited. The love of God is unlimited. Here, in four dimensions, the love of a human is different from the love of God. Four ways to measure the love of God. And our oceans are very deep, therefore it's hard for us to measure the depth. We can measure the depth of a swimming pool, it could be 4 meters or 5 meters, at least we can see the bottom of the pool. But in some parts of the ocean, it is very deep. Some parts of the ocean are so deep that if you were to move Mount Everest and put it in the ocean, the water will cover the mountain. That is how deep an ocean is. Here, the love of God is compared to width, length, depth, and height. There's a biblical verse that explains what width, length, Length, depth, and height is. Let's turn to John chapter 3, verse 16. John chapter 3, verse 16. 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. 
the love of a human is very short. It's not long. It is not deep. Perhaps you're good looking, so I love you. When you lost your beauty, I would not like you anymore. And some people changed after a few years of marriage. And before marriage, um, your spouse is very good to me to you, but after marriage, your, the attitude of your spouse changed. So the love of a human is very short. The love of God is long. And how long is it? He loves us to everlasting life. So there is no time limit to the love of God. And the love of a human has is limited by time. And when one of the spouse dies, that love ended. The love of a marriage does not last into eternity. Only in, it lasts only till present life. And that is why the marriage vows always says that your love only lasts till you die. And after you die, it's no more. What about breath? It says here that the love of God is for those who believe in Him. He does not care which, what ethnic background you are from. He does not look at the color of your skin. We humans, we are prejudiced. Even though we may not verbalize it. But in our hearts, we are prejudiced. Especially in terms of color, we are very sensitive. We like certain colors, we, dis we dislike other colors. This is not right. There's a saying that says that a soul or a spirit has no color. God does not look at your color, He loves everyone. As long as you believe in Him, He will love you even more. Thirdly, how high is the love of God? Height means noble, noble, grandeur, or purity. The love of a human starts from his own point of view. I love you because you have met my qualifications. And that is why I love you. You have to be good looking, you have to be tall, you have to be wealthy. I would like this. If you are poor, you are ugly, and you are and um, you're stupid. And you are not well financially, then no one will like you. The love of a human is actually to love himself. We love others because we love ourselves first. This, this is the love of a human. It's very selfish. God does not love us because we, uh, we meet his qualifications. On the other hand, it is because we are poor, we are ugly, we are not financially well. We're sinners. In the eyes of God, we are worth nothing. However, we are his children. 神愿意接纳我们, 
He's willing to accept us. So this is very high. It's not from his own standpoint. This is the noble view of God. It's not from his point of view. So, to understand this truth, you will realize how great If you understand this truth, you you will realize how great the love of God is. Ah, last one is love. God's love is so deep. Next is death. How deep is the love of God? Ah, this is saying God's love is so deep that He gave His only begotten Son to the world. Why? 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 Why do we use the word "begot" the only begotten Son to refer to Jesus Christ? Because in the spirit, in the spirit, Jesus is God himself. Spiritually speaking, Jesus is God. Ah, in the spirit, it's one. The Father and the Son are one. In the spirit, the Father and the Son are one. But because of the need of saving the Son, we want to use the Son's position to show the reality of God. However, for the sake of redemption, God has to use has to come into the world as the Son. He has to become in a human form to sacrifice himself on the cross. This is the truth of the the one true God. Why do we use the phrase only begotten Son to refer to Jesus? And ever since humans began procreate, some parents love their children more than themselves. 尤其是如果你只生一个的话 ，especially if you have an only child. 这个独生子啊，独生女啊，不得了的。And this only child is very precious. 啊，家里的小公主、小王子。They are deemed to be the princess or the prince of the family. 父母爱到心肝宝贝。And they are the darling to their parents. 啊，这个是家里要什么有什么的。And they get whatever they want. Ah, 不用跟人家分，不用跟人家抢。There is no need for them to share. 父母爱他超过爱自己的命。The parents love their only children more than their own lives. 这个这个非常非常的爱啊。So this is a lot of love. 哦，父母可以把自己所有的东西都给这个独生子。And parents are willing to give everything they own to their only child. 所以你说把独生子送给别人，或者是把独生子杀了献给某一个人，不可能的。So it is impossible for parents to give up their only child or to offer their only child as a sacrifice to someone else. Ah, you you say ah, 独独生子那个那个最好只有一个，我怎么可以给人 ？And parents will say that this is my only child. How can I give him or her up? And that's because they the parents love the child very much. God, however, sent His only begotten Son into the world. This is telling us that God loves us. God loves us. He gave His only begotten Son into the world. This is telling us that God loves us. God loves us. He gave His only begotten Son into the world. This is telling us that God loves us. God loves us. He gave His only begotten Son into the world. This is telling us that God loves us. God loves us. He gave His only begotten Son into the world. This is telling us that God loves us. God loves us. He gave His only begotten Son into the world. This is telling us that God loves us. God loves us. He gave His only begotten Son into the world. This is telling us that God loves us. God loves us. He gave His only begotten Son into the world. This is telling us that God loves us. God loves us. He gave His only begotten Son into the world. This is telling us that God loves us. God loves us. He gave His only begotten And some people question whether the love of God is really that deep. If you have a chance to witness the wounds on the body of Christ, we all know how deep the love of God is. You will then understand how deep the love of God is. Let's turn to Psalms 129. Third verse. Stanza three. 129. Three. 129. Three. Three, the flowers plowed on my back; they made the furrows long. Here is a prophet speaking. The Holy Spirit moved him to speak about Jesus' back. Here, the psalmist prophesied what the back of our Lord Jesus would look like. 
我们知道伤口如果很深的话，那个皮肉都会翻开。We know that if a wound is deep, the skin or the surface of the wound will flip. 这里世人竟然预言。Here the psalmist actually prophesied. 说主耶稣的背啊，好像被那个扶泥的用泥来泥来耕过，那个泥沟甚长。It says the back of our Lord Jesus is likened to being plowed. Um, uh, and the furrows were long. There were some um, soldiers for the sake of their country that would fight in a war. And they may have been shot, and you will see bullet wounds on them. These wounds are signs of their love for the country. If you are able to see the back of the Lord Jesus, you can see the wounds on his back, and the wounds are long and deep. That is because the Roman soldiers whip the back of our Lord Jesus. And there were barbs and hooks on these uh, whips. And each time Jesus was whipped or lashed, um, the, the, the barbs and the hooks will, will rip the back. And the back of our Lord Jesus was deeply wounded. So if you want to know how deep the love of God is, take a look at the back of our Lord Jesus. Let's turn to Gospel John chapter 20. John chapter 20 verse 26. John chapter 20, verse 26. 26. And after eight days, his disciples were again inside, and Thomas was with them. Jesus came, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst, and said, Peace to you. 27. Then he said to Thomas, Reach your finger here, and look at my hands, and reach your hand here, and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. The first time our Lord Jesus appeared to his disciples, one of the disciples, Thomas, was not there. When the other disciples told him that Jesus had resurrected, Thomas did not believe. He said, unless I see it with my own eyes, and, I, 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 and my hand touched his wounds, if I could touch the wounds, uh, the print of the nails and his side, then otherwise I would not believe. Wow. And eight days later, Jesus appeared to Thomas. And Jesus said to him, Reach your finger and put it here. Reach your finger. Why? Because you will not believe until you have seen it. Not only you have seen it, but you can touch it. So the first offer that Jesus gave was to Thomas for him to, move, uh, him to touch his wounds. You can feel uh, the print of the nails in the palm of our Lord. You can see if you can put your finger through the wounds. And how would you feel if your hand was nailed to the wall today? This is how deep the love of Jesus is. How deep the print of the nails represents how deep the love of God. And Jesus loves us too much. 
Ever since that day, Thomas no longer doubted the love of Jesus. 不再怀疑。He no longer doubts. 甚至他作为一个非常忠心的使徒。And he was a faithful servant and disciple. 到最后也是传福音，为主耶稣殉道而死的。And he preached the gospel and evangelized and died for the sake of Jesus. So, Jesus' love deep in the hearts of the disciples. So, the love of Jesus was imprinted in the hearts of the disciples. Even being whipped, being whipped, being nailed to the cross, everything they could endure. And they were they were so touched by the love of Jesus, they're willing to um to be uh to die for the Lord Jesus by all means. They were not afraid. They were not afraid. Today, we are afraid. Today we fear. Wow, a little thing we are afraid. Every little thing we fear. Oh, I'm afraid. I'm afraid of getting. We are afraid that we'll catch. I'm afraid of getting into trouble. We are afraid that we'll get into trouble. I'm afraid of breaking the law. We are afraid that we have gone against the rules or the regulations of government. Many things we are afraid. We are afraid of too many things. But we have to be prepared. But we have to be prepared in our hearts. In the end, we will be placed at the entrance of test and trials. In the end days, we will be placed at the entrance of tests and trials. You 能不能保守你的信心 Will you be able to keep your faith then? 有两个关键 It's there are two conditions. 第一就是你对主的信心，你到底信有多深 One is how deep is your faith in God. 第二就是你爱主有多深 Second is how deep is your love for God. 如果你很相信主耶稣的话 If you believe in the words of our Lord Jesus, 你有一个很强烈的盼望 You have a strong hope. 你会觉得 Then you will understand that you are not afraid to die for our Lord. 第二，如果你有很爱主的心心。Second, if you love the Lord very much, 你会觉得主为我受了那么多苦。You realize that our Lord has suffered much for you. 现在我可以为主受苦了。Now is your chance to suffer for the Lord. 是我的荣幸。It is your honor. 来吧，不怕。Let me face them. 啊，相传啊，这个彼得啊。It was said that Peter. Peter, we know Peter in Jesus' crucifixion three times. He was afraid, therefore he lied and denied the Lord. At that time, his love for the Lord was not deep enough. Uh, and his knowledge of our Lord is also not good enough. But in his uh, older days, he was, he was captured and brought to Rome. And the Romans were going to kill him because he was a leader of the Christians. They gave him a la one last chance to deny Jesus. Peter said, "No." Ah, you take my body, right? And he was willing to be crucified. But he still said to the Roman soldiers, "However, he still said to the Roman soldiers, 'Do not crucify me properly. Let me be crucified 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 properly. And the Roman soldiers were puzzled. Why do you want to crucify me? Why crucify you upside down? Peter said, "I don't pay with Jesus the same way." And Peter said, "He is not worthy to be crucified the same way as our Lord." I'm only worthy to be crucified upside down. I'm not worthy to be crucified the same way. So Peter was very brave. Peter was very brave. He loved the Lord very much. He also believed in the Lord. Let's look at the book of Hebrews, chapter ten. 
Let's turn to the book of Hebrews, chapter 10. Verse 32. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 32. 32. But recall the former days in which after you were illuminated, you endured a great struggle with sufferings. 33. Partly while you were made a spectacle both by reproaches and tribulations, and partly while you became companions of those who were so treated. 34. For you had compassion on me in my chains and joyfully accepted the plundering of your goods, knowing that you have a better and an enduring possession for yourselves in heaven. The writer of the book of Hebrews already told Christians in those days. At that time, it was not easy being a Christian. And many people were facing great persecution. 33, they were made a spectacle. And to be made a spectacle is the simplest thing. And they will be they were reproached and they were under tribulations. And they were being chained. And their possessions were plundered. Yet they did it willingly. Because they had a great hope. They realized or they felt that the Lord Jesus loved them very much. They should not give up. Today, we still live in peaceful times. If we don't love the Lord now, if we do not have a good, deep um, hope in our Lord Jesus, when trials and tribulations come, we will definitely fall. This pandemic had already uh, got rid of some members. But that is not the tribulation we're talking about. This is not even considered a tribulation. However, some members had already been discarded. We have to be prepared for the future. We have to enter into the depths of our Lord's love. How do we enter into the depths of our Lord's love? There are some things or several points that we can do. First is that we have to understand the mystery of uh, our Lord. Let's turn to Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 3. Verse 3 and verse 4. 3. How that by revelation he may known to me the mystery as I have briefly written already. 4. Paul explained to us how he was able to enter into the depth of God's love. Because he understood very well the mystery of God's gospel. In the past, Paul was not a follower of Christ. Paul loved himself. And he loved the laws of the Mosaic times. He did not know Jesus. And that is why he persecuted Christians. Ever since he came to know the mystery of Christ, he understood that God's salvation 
for mankind is through Jesus Christ. And through the church, God will deliver Gentiles into the kingdom of heaven. Ever since he has such a spiritual understanding, he loved the Lord very much. And he wondered why he had received such immense grace. And to others, he was deemed to be worthless. For example, we come to church. Our friends may feel that we are boring. Saturday is a time for us to enjoy ourselves, to have parties, to eat and drink and be merry. Or to sleep at home. Why come to church? They do not understand the mystery of Christ. They do not understand how precious the salvation is. They didn't understand that their life could end at any moment. Paul understood the mystery of Christ. Verse 5. Five, which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men, as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to his holy apostles and prophets. It is through the Holy Spirit that was revealed to the apostles and prophets. In other words, the more you understand the teachings of our Lord, the more you will love God. You don't like listening to sermons. You don't like listening to the words of God. And you will love the world more. Because the world is very enticing. The world entices your body and entices your senses. Of course you will love it. Who doesn't like these uh, 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 strong flavored things? A lot of um, delicious food are actually bad for your health. And, and a lot of the, the, the delicious foods are not healthy. And a lot of healthy foods are not good to the taste. There are very rare and few food choices that are both delicious and good for your health. This world is enticing. However, it's terrible for you. If your heart pursues the world, you will lose your spirituality. If you understand the mystery of the gospel, then you will use your entire life to pursue after God. And for the things of the world, the simpler, the better. As long as you have enough and you're content, you should reserve your heart to pursue for God. Do more holy work. This is to have a good understanding of the mystery of Christ. The more you understand the truth, the more you will love God. The less you know of the truth, the more you will love the world. So let us pursue to know God. Second way to enter into the depth of God's love. We have to understand that we are truly not worthy. We should feel that we are sinners. Let's turn to First Timothy chapter 1, verse 15. First Timothy chapter 1, verse 15. 15. 
This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. It tells us here why Paul loved the Lord so much. Because not only Jesus loves the world, even more, Jesus loves sinners. We all say that God so loved the world. But God also loves sinners. This is the the focus. How does society treat those who have broken the law? They were imprisoned. And when they come out of prison, they have a record. And people with a criminal record find it very hard to find a job because most employers don't want them. If you want to be a teacher and you have been in prison, you can forget about it. If you want to apply for a government job and you have a criminal record, you can also forget about it. If you want to immigrate to another country and you have a criminal record, you can forget about it. Nobody loves criminals. It's best that they are incarcerated forever. What about the chief sinners? They are the worst. Who would accept them? But here Paul says that God accepts sinners. I am a sinner of sinners. Because I used to persecute Christians. And I put Christians in prison and I kill Christians. I am such a terrible person, but God loves me. He could feel how much God loves him. I know a deacon from another place. He loved the Lord dearly. Every time I go to that place and go to his church, I can see him working and busy working for the Lord. I see him visiting members all the time, preaching the gospel. And he will bring preachers everywhere to visit members. And if members have any problems and they called him, he would address the problems right away. He thinks that members are his children and he will take care of them in that manner. He does not think that being a deacon, he's an officer of the church. Rather, he felt that he's a servant and he has to love the sheep of God. And I'm very moved. And every member felt that the deacon loved them. So one day I asked him, I said, Deacon, you love the Lord so much. Why do you love God so much? I knew that there are a lot of deacons, but not every one of them loved the Lord dearly. And he answered, It's not that I love God, rather it's God who loves me. I'm not worthy. So I asked, why are you not worthy? You have done so well. And he shook his head. I'm a sinner. 
Even though I grew up in the church. But I've never drawn close to God in the past. After I immigrated here. And every week after we closed down the we closed the restaurant, we would then go over to the casino to gamble. And the salary that we received, we never brought it home. We took it straight to the casino. My wife would be crying at home. My children would be crying at home, but I was hard-hearted. And sometimes I would yell at them. I would even hit them. I am a terrible, uh, I was a terrible person. But God did not give up on me. When the church was established, and an elderly deacon called us, uh, these prodigal sons, to go back. And at that time, we felt that we were so dirty, we were so weak, we were not worthy to come before God. But after listening to the truth, we felt very moved. The Lord Jesus loves sinners. We are terrible people, and the Lord Jesus did not give up on us. So we have to change. We, have, we were filled with the Holy Spirit. We have listened to a lot of sermons. We felt that if our Lord Jesus did not give up on us, then we should love our Lord dearly. Why was he able to enter into the depths of God's love? It is because he felt he was not worthy. And he did not say that I love the Lord very much. You should all follow me. Rather, he said, I'm not worthy of the love of God. Don't follow me. And even with all the work that I, I have done, it's still not enough to repay the love of God. When I heard these, I was People who truly love the Lord would not feel that they have loved the Lord very much. Rather, they felt that they are not worthy of the love of God. And sometimes, uh, when we have done a certain work for a long time, we felt that we, we are great. And we even compare ourselves to others. Why is it I've done so much, but others are not doing anything? And I'm very tired because I'm being kept being scheduled to do things. And we felt that we were wonderful, we were great. Rather, we're being used by our Lord because He deemed us worthy and he wants to use us. It's not because we were great. Or that we love the Lord so much. It's just two words. We're not worthy. So in verse 16, Paul said, He said, I obtained mercy. In me, first Jesus Christ, my show all long suffering. Our Lord Jesus forbear us for a long time. Even till today, He's still showing us His patience. And sometimes we have no patience for others. And we criticize others for their bad conduct. 
We criticize others for falling asleep in church. And we criticize others for being late. We have no forbearance towards others. But our Lord Jesus, He has shown us long suffering. This is the love of God. Third way for us to enter into the depths of God's love. To be determined. To love our Lord even more. Let's turn to Gospel John chapter 21. Verse 25. John chapter 21, verse 15. 15. So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said to him, Feed my lambs. We're familiar with this passage. The background was Jesus, uh, the background was Peter and the other disciples went back to fishing. Even though Lord Jesus had appeared to them shortly, Lord Jesus encouraged his disciples to preach gospel, to wait for the coming of the Holy Spirit. The, the disciples, in their hearts, they're willing, but physically they're weak. So they went out fishing. And all night they went fishing and caught nothing. Jesus came to help them. And Jesus said to them to drag the net to the right side of the boat. And the disciples caught 153 large fishes. How much patience? And you can see how much patience Jesus had for his disciples. If we were us, we would probably be cursing the disciples and telling them to starve. And not only uh, taught them where and how to catch fish, but also cooked breakfast. And you can see that the disciples realize how much love Jesus had for them. Jesus did not rebuke them. Sometimes rebuking others is pointless. Jesus only asked them. Jesus had only one question. Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? And Jesus asked this question three times. Jesus did not ask Simon, do you love me? Rather, Jesus asked, Do you love me more than these? What are these? These are fish. 153 large fish. And breakfast was cooked. To fishermen, fish means money. Fish means career. It's a livelihood. And fish is your accomplishments. And fish is your comfort. You go out to catch fish because you're familiar with it. And fish is a gift from God, God's blessings. Now that the fish, um, your career, 
the blessings of God is all placed before you. Jesus asked, Do you love me more than these? This is a very profound question. Is there anything more profound than that is a comparison? Comparing is for you to make a choice. If there is a conflict, which one would you choose? Sometimes the choices are hard to make. Wasn't there a difficult question in the past? This is a question for the men. If you, if your mother, you, your mother, and your wife were on a boat and the boat sank, who would you say first, your mother or your wife? And sisters, do not ask this question to your husband or to your son today. Because no matter how you answer, it is always wrong. Because if you save one, you're going to disappoint the other. I won't tell you how to answer because I don't have the answer myself. But when Jesus asks you, will ask you, do you love him more than these? You have to know the answer. Today we all love the blessings of God. When we have nothing, we love our Lord. Uh, when it's time for service, I will come because there's nothing better to do. And I don't have a job yet, so I will come for service. I have no family, I have no children, I have a lot of time on my hands, of course I will come to church. Now that God's blessings has come upon you, you have a good job, you, you, you have a wonderful career, you have more than one child, God, I'm busy. Please don't have a sermon for too long. Can you get others to do holy work? Lord, I'm busy. Is it true? Of course, it may be true. However, if that is your attitude, then the your love for God will slowly diminish. When you have to make a choice, Lord, no matter how busy I am, if the church needs me, I will be there. You may have children, you are busy with your children, however, you still come to church all the time. Because everything you have comes from God. I cannot love these more than I love the Lord. Everything comes from the Lord. Lord, I'm determined to love you more. Then we will not regress in the love of God. May our Lord help us to enter into the depths of God's love. Let's sing him. Let's sing him number 101.